You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning. I'm Herb Hamm. Tax planning should be a key aspect of your life plan. While taxes, of course, can't be avoided entirely, there are a number of effective ways to lessen the tax burden. Here are Sherry McMillan and Norman Ewing with McMillan Estate Planning in conversation with Peter Watts of News Talk 770. Because we have a bit of a depression on prices in oil and we have, you know, a decline um, in a lot of the active businesses here in Alberta, it means that today their value is lower. So if you just look at it as an opportunity, if my business, let's say I have a massive real estate portfolio and, you know, last year or a couple of years ago it was worth $20 million, but today I think it's worth 15 that might sound absolutely terrible at first glance. But from an estate planner's point of view, that's absolutely wonderful if we're proactive in how we go about designing your estate. Because before you recover, which you will, we go go in and we do a technique called an estate freeze. And this is an opportunity to lock out the CRA before you recover and have to pay estate tax on that profit that you make into the years to come. So, you know, living through not dating myself a couple of recessions in my time, um, I actually view these windows of opportunity as the best time for people to do their estate planning when we're actually having a retraction in the economy, because this is the window of opportunity they have to lock out the CRA's future potential of grabbing onto that estate. And when we're talking about 48% tax, that's not a small window. I don't know if this is the right time to introduce two words, trusts and insurance. And and it seems to me that themes that you have talked about on this program in the past um, and need to be remembered and need to be um, studied uh, and need to be talked about right now. Well, sure. You mentioned an estate freeze, and uh, we can certainly look at that uh, from a tax perspective. But uh, within the planning that we do, uh, we always look at protection as well. Uh, and uh, in any sort of uh, tax plan um, or estate freeze uh, that we may be uh, working on, uh, we're going to look at the protection side where trusts may come in. Uh, we may want to use trusts as part of that estate freeze uh, to provide protection for assets, to provide bloodline protection for family and heirs and descendants. And I think you're absolutely right from that point of view, Norman, because the other thing to think about is obviously when we design our estate, it's to provide us our lifestyle for the years to come. And we don't want any intrinsic risk of real life to show up. Like when we're in the U.S., if we had a lawsuit or if our children went through a divorce, we don't want to have to separate our corporate assets if we've used them for the retirement plan um, because they've experienced a divorce. So these practical things can be solved via trust work that couldn't be solved if we just held these assets in our own name. And so it's a very unique opportunity that we have in Canada that is not well understood, truth be told, because we're new at it. And it's a new country and we have new wealth. And so we're just learning how to employ good tools to self-protect. But I think you're absolutely right that there are opportunities in that light. And making sure that the estate that you have to this point is as protected as it can be, notwithstanding the reality. There is another silver lining that I do encourage families to give a lot of contemplation to, Peter, because we already know, um, and we've been forewarned two years ago, that they are going to close the store for affluent families um, at the level that they've allowed it up till now. And that is that we're allowed to, in our estate, which is a very unique opportunity, 
to self-insure our estate on the estate tax that we may owe. So let's say I owe on a $20 million estate, I may owe 4 or $5 million of tax. Well, I could relabel 4 or $5 million of my own wealth as my own insurance to pay that tax in my estate. And the beauty of that is if that $5 million grows to, say, 10 or $15 million through the course of my life, I don't pay tax on that future growth. Now, the CRA is wise to this, and I'm certain that the Liberal government will pay some attention as well um, on a go-forward basis. But we already have a promise from the government that as of January 1st, 2017, they're going to mitigate and minimize this opportunity um, in a dramatic way for families. So um, we we really haven't been more busy um, in this first quarter than I'm suspecting. Like We're booked weeks out um, for this kind of planning because we actually only have a year to become grandfathered as families. So any family to me that's over the threshold of a $5 million estate, this is an absolute must to review this area to make sure they can snap onto it if it applies to them because there's no certainty of how quickly we'll recover from all of this. And so there's a real need, I think, right now in in people's point of view that they want to safeguard what they do have and they want to make sure they're preserving it. Norman and I are constantly at this moment in time working on protecting people's retirement incomes we're working on. I mean, these are the things that people are saying are important to them at this moment in time that maybe weren't as crucial when we were all in a rosy um, situation in the economy. And it's a timing issue too here, Peter. Uh, what we have in Alberta is we've got a, a economic slowdown. Uh, we've got uh, oil at uh, very low prices. Compounded to that, we have uh, provincial and federal governments both increasing taxes on a rather large amount. Uh, and, and so it makes it so that people that uh, have ordinarily been uh, pretty happy to pay uh, their fair share of taxes are saying, we're not sure this is a fair share anymore. Maybe we need to do a little more planning around this. Maybe we need to structure things a little bit differently uh, so that uh, we can perhaps keep a little bit more of what we work hard for uh, and and give less to the government. Can I ask a question here about severance? Because too many of our listeners um, have had some exposure to this this year in the economy that we're in. Um, Are there different ways that one can take a severance? Does it have to be lump sum? Or is there another way to do it that is more tax advantageous to the person being laid off? Yeah, there's some planning that can be done around that. Uh, some of it depends on uh, uh, the flexibility of uh, the employer and uh, you know whether they're limiting uh, the severance just to one lump sum or whether they allow it to be spread over some years. Um, but if there is flexibility with the employer on that side, you can plan around that um, to, to try and spread um, that tax hit over several years and perhaps uh, put yourself in uh, better uh, tax brackets. Well, you keep using the word plan and I keep saying plan followed by 403-266-6464 because that's where you can get the expert advice that you need. At the very least, you want to talk to your accountant if you find yourself in a position where you are having to accept a severance package. Find out the most advantageous way to take the package with tax with the tax situation uh, in mind. I think the other point you've raised is is an interesting one, and that is to say even lower income levels, if you have an estate of any kind, if you're leaving money to somebody, it may be impacted by the changes in tax, both in the provincial level and at the federal level. I think what's really fundamental to understand, Peter, is whenever there's a legislational change like tax or law, there is a dramatic impact to us as families. And sometimes they're not obvious. Sometimes they're 
what we hear in the media. And in the media, um, the promises right now are a lot of us will pay a lower amount of tax. But for those of us that have high net worths, um, we're going to pay a lot more tax. And we're not just going to pay a lot more tax each calendar year, which is what the obvious uh, situation is. It is much grander than that, in fact, because if all of a sudden you're going to give up another 10% of your estate uh, to taxation that you weren't forecasting to give up, the planning that you may have put in place for your estate may not work any longer. And so I think it's really crucial at this particular moment that when we make these kinds of dramatic changes in legislation, that families revisit if they've done an estate plan historically. But for those of us who have not, there's no greater reason or cause to start considering how to plan in advance and proactively. Because as we all know, the CRA and the IRS they're not forgiving. They don't say, well, you didn't bother to plan so you know your children can plan after you're gone and we'll let you get away with that. If Norman and I and our team don't plan proactively in advance for pension payouts, for estates, uh, for high income earners, proactively year by year by year, we lose these opportunities and we don't get to take advantage of them. I'll bet the phone is ringing at Macmillan Estate Planning, even from existing clients saying, are my plans in good shape and, and what to, what do I need to change in order to deal with the, the new reality? And the other thing to consider in this is even if you have done planning in the past, uh, that may need to be revisited. Uh, you may have done planning on the basis of a top marginal tax rate of 39%, uh, which isn't going to be the case going forward. You may not have recon- recognized certain uh, growths or, or gains in your estate. Uh, and so... Uh, Estate planning isn't something that uh, you do once and you just leave it alone. Uh, it's something that uh, you want to stay on top of and you want to continue uh, and review so that you can adapt um, and maximize your opportunities in this changing tax arena. It's a living plan, isn't it? That's right. It, it really is. It's it's a life plan, but it's a it's a living, breathing document that that can be changed as circumstances warrant and circumstances uh, right now warrant at least a review of whatever you have on paper. Now, in in life, there's always a silver lining. When there's a pro, there's a con. And I think Norman and I always chat about, well, where are the opportunities in these changes for families in their estate? And thankfully, there are opportunities because of what has been going on in the last calendar year. And so um, I think that we want to share with families today some of those opportunities that have arisen due to, you know, substantial unemployment that's happening now in Alberta and a depressed oil price. But that means there's also an opportunity for families if they're proactive in how they do their estate planning. The importance of tax planning now and other proactive strategies that protect your estate and your retirement income will be presented at the upcoming Macmillan Estate Planning Seminar Thursday evening, February 4th. You can pre-register online at macmillanestate.com. And when we come back after this short break, more timely insights on the benefits of tax planning, especially in these times of new tax laws, economic uncertainty, and roller coaster markets. This is The Strong Room. 